This show is brought to you in part by GoDaddy.com. Get $96 in free extras with your domain name from GoDaddy.com. Each domain name includes free hosting with a website builder, a free blog, complete email, and much more. Plus, as a listener of the World of Warcast podcast, enter code WARCAST, that's W-A-R-C-A-S-T, and save an additional $5 off any order of $30 or more. Some restrictions apply. See site for details. Get your piece of the internet at GoDaddy.com. This show is also brought to you by Typefrag. With an awesome full-featured website, regional servers to help serve you better, easy-to-use controls, server management, 24-7 support, Mac and Windows support, and a 30-day money-back guarantee, Typefrag is the best choice for your guild for voice chat. Use coupon code WARCAST and get 25% off your first month. That's typefrag.com. Podcasting to all of Azeroth, this is World of Warcast. I'm Alachia. I'm Starman. And welcome to episode one or two, 102. Yes. <laughs> Try number two. We, we tried doing this the other day and Alachia's power went out just as we started recording. Yeah, thunderstorm <laughs> came in. And you were out, out for a few hours, right? Yeah, yeah. So tell us who our special guest is today. Our special guest is Zixa, a regular in Vinepoint and a member of JE, and we're bringing him on to discuss some possibilities for Blizzard and the mobile technology market, um, something he and I discussed uh, on April Fool's, um, and some links were going around, and uh, he had linked the Blizzard um, game, the mobile games. Mm-hmm. stuff and uh, we started talking about uh, wow like you know actually using World of Warcraft to extend into that market and then so we got into that discussion it's pretty interesting so we'll 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 flush more we'll into that. that later yeah but so say hello Isixa. hello everyone hey Isixa, so good to have you on the show finally oh thanks for having me I'm pretty excited yes. about it awesome all right so Alachia how was your week it was pretty good it's been pretty calm uh, I have news of my raid uh, it has pretty much dissipated. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. It's it was about uh, the the time because we just had so much stuff going on with a lot of the guild members. One of the guild members' wives got pregnant, and uh-huh. uh, so we wanted to concentrate on that. And you know, another one was going into a different uh, portion of, I guess, his medical school studies, and mm-hmm. that equaled, I guess, going into internships or something like that, which oh, meant less time to play. Yeah. And then, a bunch of like work-related travel stuff and then personal issues and so it's just like you know when you only have 10 people to work with um it doesn't take much to basically mean that the game is kind of slowly not i mean the raid the you know the raid group is basically fading and it's um it's kind so of what a, happens i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off i thought go I'm ahead sorry. In, in a way it's a shame because obviously we did want to go out in a glorious you know <laughs> defeat of the lich king and all that but at the same time I can't say that I'm all that sad about it. You know, um, for me, WoW has taken a huge turn for me, and I'm, I'm finding that my life in MMOs and my life in gaming in general has changed drastically in terms mm-hmm. of how I view it, and especially with virtual worlds. And with World of Warcraft especially, I am finding that 
what I what I do enjoy being about in that game is is using it not as a game, but as just a place to sort of hang out and be. Mm-hmm. You know, like the other day, uh, I think uh, Kishel was asking if she if anyone wanted to run a heroic, and I said, you know, I would go as a healer and just to go and to see because I hadn't you know played in like two two and a half weeks or so, and wanted to see if I could still heal all right. <laughs> but just being just sort of just being in there, and it wasn't really like anything you know, challenging. So it was just kind of like chilling out and going along. And, you know, one of my friends, you know, it, it was tanking and, and it was just sort of like kind of being in there and just doing my thing. And then afterwards, you know, I, I did do a, a portion of a photo walk. Yeah, I'm, I'm still trying to catch up like jam and B, um, giving lots of props. It's still continuing on doing those, uh, on the weekends. And I'm, I kind of fell behind, but I think they're actually, about to hit no they are on calendar now and i'm still yeah, on eastern kingdom and i'm trying to catch up and um and so i i actually saturday i tried to catch up and uh but i got um sidetracked with a little bit of horde ganking ac- action which actually is so <laughs> tried to tried to come and help <laughs> it would turn into a big mess but it was fun you know and, and that's what i like i like i like that you can go in in a while, like you're just gonna go do something, and you just completely get sidetracked, and it doesn't really matter. And that's what's cool. It's like that sort of that complete autonomy of of being able to just do whatever the heck you want to do in the game, and and it doesn't matter. And and I think that's gonna. I think that with Cataclysm and the future of WoW, we're gonna be seeing a lot of that. And and you know, if you, and especially if they start to take cues from things that you're seeing with Guild Wars, with mm. dynamic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dynamic gameplay and and especially how they're going to approach questing where you actually gain XP for helping other people and you gain, you know, items, you know, if you help random people that like that kind of just sort of like you don't really have to go in and have, okay, we're going to set aside time to go do this quest, this quest and this quest and we're going to go do this raid. But just sort of like I feel like hanging out here in this forest and whatever happens in this forest happens in this forest. And that's (laughs) that's what's really cool about, you know, MMO or MMORPGs and um, I'm I'm kind of excited about that. So yeah, I'm a little sad that I didn't get to kill the Lich King, but at the same time, I'm kind of glad to just sort of be chilling out in the game too. And you know, like um, times where I'm just sort of like right now in my life, it's kind of like stressful or whatever. And what you know, sometimes it, you know, really late at night, I like to log in and just sort of drive around <laughs> on my motorcycle. But you've got like, a wow. stressful job anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's kind of fun just just driving i mean like that's it you know and um and just sort of being able to exist in a virtual world and you know hearing the game sounds mm-hmm. and the music and yeah that's amazing well all right so <laughs> that's uh that's a lot <laughs> i um I, i'm really sad that you didn't get to kill a lich king yeah um, i am too i mean you you probably will at some point but i heard people are pugging it now so maybe i'll yeah. get into a pug yeah yeah just getting a pug or something mm-hmm. i mean no, Boulder Fist is uh, <laughs> is no different than any other server. I'm sure you can find a pug somewhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's one of the things that I uh, I find amazing about the game is that you know we've gone from you can't raid until you get into a high end raining yeah. build to like yes. let's pug the Lich King. Yeah, I've heard people looking for groups like saying we're on the Lich King. You know, do you want to come? And people are like, okay, and they go, and most of them tend to fail. But you know, you find a good pug. I mean, and a you know a good group and. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's doable now. Mm. I think, are they up to 20% now for the buff? The I buff? don't know. I know it was 15% the last time I played, so. Wow. Or rated. Mm-hmm. 
So my week has been busy. I, I, so <laughs> I've been doing Recruiter Friend. I have been uh, I've been doing my dailies all the time. It's really just been trying to get gear, just some decent gear, so I can do these pugs. And that's been about it. I mean, there's there's not a heck of a lot to do at this point. I mean, I could I could raid, I suppose, if I really wanted to, but you know, with my schedule the way it is, with like all the things that I'm doing lately, I just don't really have the time to do it anymore. And um, you know, if, if I were to start raiding, I wouldn't be able to do my other show, and mm-hmm. you know, yeah. it's, it's just not possible. But th- that's what's that's what's really going to shift, right? Is that that the whole idea of needing to schedule a time to play? I think is over. I mm-hmm. don't see that continuing. And you know, with the news of the fact that ten and twenty five man gear are going to be comparable or the same, yeah, for me. I saw that immediately as a nail in the coffin for 25 mans. And a lot of people were like, no, no, they're still going to be, you know. But I think that what the only thing that 25 mans are going to be worth now is that when you have large, big community guilds, mm-hmm. they'll be able to do stuff together, you know, as a larger group. But in terms of actual raiding and having these hardcore raids, I think it's over. So I don't. How do you think the game is going to change? Like with I think, Cataclysm. Oh, well, first, I think I think they're going to introduce. I'm, I'm, they, I have a strong, strong suspicion that they're going to introduce LFRs. You know, looking for raids, and mm. you are going to be able to get in this game, and you're going to be able to see the content you want to see, and that is going to free you to play the game, play the game however you want to. And it's not really going to matter if you're in a big raiding guild, and it's not really going to matter what guild you're in. And I have a feeling we're going to see a lot more cross-server action going on with WoW and especially as Cataclysm looms and what happens when I mean we're going to see what happens with the player base right now mm-hmm. it's it's very diluted because everyone is has changed their they have shifted how they view games you know before when WoW was of its supreme you know utmost pinnacle it was one everyone was like you play one game. You are monogamous. You know you you dedicate your monogamous. time. Yeah, you you dedicate <laughs> your time to playing a game. That this is not the case in this right now. Right now, people are all about p- trying different worlds out, trying different games out. You know, like you have a you know you try Eve for a couple of days, see if you like that. You know, if if, if grinding or is your thing, or you know you like you know. Uh, sci-fi or heck if you like you know you like the look of the lore of lotro you'll play that or if you guild wars is coming out you know as starcraft 2 people are just all about just getting in there and now they don't need wow to to have that community that community now exists outside of wow well because of wow but still it now exists outside of WoW and is extended to whole different games, a whole Steam community, you know, a whole gaming community outside, you know, a whole Twitterverse of, of gaming culture and Facebook, you know, linkage. And, and the, so people have extended and now they don't need WoW to get together to play games. That they, can, they can actually connect now and play all sorts of different games together. So, so where do you see the challenge now? I mean, the challenge used to be in the 40-man raids and it was in the 25-man raids. Now, the way things are changing, I mean, you'll still have challenges, Like, but if if what you're saying is true, then it seems to me like there's not going to be that uh, hardcore rating Yeah, it's edge not about anymore. challenges anymore. It's about experience and having fun and hanging out and, and just doing stuff together and, and creating events and creating, you know, cr- just creating time together as, as a community, as, as friends, as people who love to play games, just doing it together and not having to worry about whether or not you know the mechanics of something or whether or not you have enough gear for something that you just get in there and you can hang out and just doesn't really matter, you know, like... 
Well, I just hope that they don't make the, the raid bosses easy. I mean, I would still like some sort of challenge. I, I, I hope that there's more to it than just hanging out with your friends. Mm. Um, that's what I'm a little afraid of. Is, <laughs> is the, really, because I, I want to be able to you know get a bunch of people together and say, okay, let's go raid you know whatever is in Cataclysm. And I think the challenge will be getting just just going getting together to do it won't be so much as what you bring but that you bring to get bring it together do you know mm-hmm. what i mean well the way pugs are maybe maybe bringing it together won't be so much of a challenge i don't know and we're gonna have to see um there's some people in alpha but the problem is that we really can't talk to them because they're under nda mm-hmm. um in fact uh, mmo champion had a boatload of stuff on their site and they had to take it down because blizzard said um this is against the nda and we we were thinking about what we should do about that because technically we didn't sign the NDA either. But I thought, you know what, we we have friends that work at Blizzard. I think it would be a really bad idea if we sort of cut into their livelihood there. Well, not only that, but I'm just I'm 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 one who probably won't even try to get into beta because I just love that moment. I've every, every expansion, every time it comes out, and it's the first time I've seen something. I didn't go into any of the betas, and I love that moment where that final cd loads and it comes on <laughs> and you're like you head out to the new place and you're just just jaw dropping like non-stop you know going oh my god you know i love that and i don't want i don't i, don't, I feel like it does cheat people out of that who do love that so i don't i don't really want to know anything about it and i, I kind of want to be shocked and i want to be surprised like every time i always think there's no way that blizzard is going to shock me or wow me you know and every time they do so I'm looking forward to them to you know con- continuing on with that. So I was I was on Boulder Fist um I believe when when um Wrath came out and you were all over that. I mean you were just loving it. You were on Ren going, "Oh my god, I love this." <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love this. This is awesome. Yeah. And I I too I love having those moments where you discover something for the first time, but but similarly I just really like the betas. I like to see mm-hmm. it before somebody else does. It's, it's yeah, a trade-off. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, it's a trade-off. You know, seeing it before everybody else and, and having that upper hand where you uh, you know where everything is first. So people are running around going, well, where do I turn this in? Or where's this guy? I, I, I could just have that edge above other people. So I sort of like that. I don't really consider it to be a spoiler so much. Yeah, it all just depends on how you want to experience the game. Yeah, but you like that that first day. I like to not know. Yeah, yeah I love the exploration. I love the sort of just the feel of like, where am I going? What are we doing? You know, what's happening? What is that mob over there? You know, oh my god, check out this piece of land I've never seen before. I never knew that mob would look like that. Or you know, the first time I saw the skies in Northrend, I was just like, wow. Wasn't it awesome? Oh, <laughs> I was just floored. And yeah, I don't. I, I love that. And I, and I love that I'm sort of like experiencing that with other people who are in that same, you know, state of mind. It, what what has sucked about it is that it's always been like one of those things where I have to go, you know, there's work the next day, so I can't really mm-hmm. stay up all night. So it's just like, okay, just a little bit more, a little, a little bit more, and then we'll stop. <laughs> As you, what are your experience uh, like in, in getting into an expansion the first day? What would you rather do, beta or first day? Oh, first day, definitely. It's basically what I live for is to get the game in the first night usually when they do the midnight release and then just stay up all night and explore and explore and take screen captures that's pretty like that's pretty much the only reason that i came back to the game i just came back uh this past weekend 
mm-hmm. after not playing for months. And the only reason was essentially just to help out some friends and run some uh, dungeons, but mainly just to take more uh, screen captures for the old Azeroth group. Which is an amazing group, by the way. I saw a uh, I saw a thread on uh, MMO Champion where somebody was saying, you know, I think I'm going to run around and take pictures because I don't think anybody's done this before. And she's like, yeah, it's been done before. <laughs> been there, done that. Yeah, we have 85 members now. I'm really excited. And, and oh, wow. people are continuing to post. Yeah, and, and I think the, the, the library catalog of, of Old Azeroth is 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 almost, you know, for at least the Eastern Kingdom is is almost complete, and I'm I'm really happy about that. And just got to get in there and get Kalimdor done before <laughs> expansion comes out. <laughs> oh, we'll get Kalimdor done. Okay. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. the game's probably not going to be out until what the end of the year. Yeah, to the end of the year. Yeah. If they if they're on schedule, I think they're trying to get it out before Christmas. So you figure if we do one zone a week, there are only like twenty zones or something, maybe even less. I mean, we'll we'll definitely get that. We'll get that all in. So let's uh, let's move on to the news. There's a lot of news. There's a lot of actually cool stuff to talk about. Um, the first thing that I, I have on the list here is Blizzard announced that Battle BattleNet is going to be attached to Facebook and Real ID. So what's essentially going to happen is when you friend somebody in the game, you're going to be able to see all the all the real information about that person. And I don't know how do you, how do you think about how do you feel about this because I, with all the security issues and privacy issues going on with Facebook, I'm not so sure I'm really keen about this. I think that it's one. It's a really great step in terms of them recognizing that they they should be really a champion of social networking. Mm-hmm. However, their choice to use this method to do it is a little off-putting and unfortunately a little detrimental to the concept, simply because, yes, one, you have the whole Facebook tie-in, which some people don't mind, actually. You know, Some people have yeah. no qualms with you know their Facebook page is public and they don't care. It's just sort of like my email. I don't care. Some people are very private about their email address, but I'm not. And uh, I think the, the real issue I see is that it... It, I mean, it doesn't really protect you for any privacy within the game either. And, you know, the, right. the fact that once you link, you know, or, or, or link yourself to this ID with Facebook or the Battle.net ID, you're exposed. You, all of your alts are exposed, you know. like, mm-hmm. And there is no D, there's no proper D&D system in, in World of Warcraft. There's no proper invisibility system built into World of Warcraft. So nope. there is basically, at this point, you're basically saying once you're, you, you linked yourself to this you know the real the battle net id you're you're 100 always going to be public and mm-hmm. you you're never going to have a private moment uh if you want one and <laughs> and the whole point of the the sort of the, the virtual world is that you're supposed to be able to to be able to escape right i mean that's mm-hmm. the purpose of a virtual world and i think the you know Linking all your alts to one ID and and having all that exposed is just uh, you know without a proper invisibility system built into the game is I mean I'm not I can't you know I'm not going to <laughs> there's yeah, no I know, way I'm I know. going you, to, you've, to you've link got, it. Um, yeah. You got a lot of good reasons for not wanting to. For me, I, I've always wanted a system like this, but um, I just want to clarify something. I said when you add somebody as a friend, that's not a friend in in World of Warcraft. That's um, adding a friend in Battle.net. Mm-hmm. There's there's a difference between the two. So so the guy that you grouped with yesterday, if you add him as a friend in in WoW, he's not going to be attached to your real ID. Um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, one of the biggest problems I saw with this is that like I've got 
one or two characters that I like to pretty much escape on, and and very few people even know they exist. And if I friend somebody, like you know, I would friend you know you or something like that. Um, I would. I mean, for I would have to change how I think about trust with this, and that's the problem. Is that like, well, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna friend somebody, I have to make sure that this person is going is not going to abuse the fact that I just want to be alone for a little while. Um, but at the same time, the, on the positive side, the flip side of this whole thing, I really love the fact that we're finally going to be able to get cross game and cross server communication, yes. which is something that that I have been saying that this game needs for the last five or so years. And you know, EQ has had it for what, like eight, nine, ten years now, or something like that. And I'm really happy about the fact that we're finally getting that. And I think we're going to need it because with if you think about it, you've got WoW, Diablo, and StarCraft all coming out within the next year or so. I don't know the exact date. I mean, we know the date of StarCraft, but we don't know the date of Diablo and, and um, Cataclysm. But you're going to need to communicate with these people because the as far as individual games go, people are going to be splintering. They're going to be moving off from just WoW, and they're going to be moving to other games. So you're going to need this. Um, but I just... <laughs> I, I just want to be able to say, look, dude, I'm in StarCraft. I don't I don't want to pug a raid right now. Sorry. So I'm I, just going to have to think about it. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't understand why they wouldn't let you just choose one character ID to associate with it. I don't understand why that they didn't choose to do that instead. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, if you think about the actual mechanics of World of Warcraft, I mean, and especially if you think about the lore or, or any RP, RP server, right? You know, a lot of people, it's all about the pretense of the character you make mm-hmm. in sure. the game. And, you know, if you find out that the person, you know, you're you're playing with is actually, you know, it's not really this female warrior character, but it's this guy <laughs> who's... I mean, it's, it's just... Bob. It's, yeah, it's not fair, really, right? Because it's the whole point of role-playing is that you're supposed to be able to be whoever you want to be in the right. game and not have it tied to your, you know, your RL identity. So I feel like... But I still think that you know the, the the that the game can be like have this, but I just don't understand why you can't limit it. Like, and, and they should really limit it to like one, you know, however many characters you want to have it associate with. Right. Well, Azzy, what do you think? I think they should have um, a pool of characters. Like, you just select which ones you want tied to the ID, and you can mm-hmm. kind of customize it as you go. Um, I personally, I don't really have an issue with all the t- characters being tied to it. Mm-hmm. I can understand a lot of people having issue with that. My, I think my biggest issue is, from what I've read, I think it uses your real name out of yes. out of your contact info. And, I mean, is that going to be the same name that's tied to your like billing? Is that going to be the same name tied to your address? Probably. That's, that, that would be my biggest issue. I want to use Azixa, not my real name. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, just, just for... I guess for the sake of just keeping everything meshed together under that name, and that's that's how people know me, anyways. Mm-hmm. A lot of the people that I play with. So, yeah, I'm not really sure why they went with that. I would imagine, I would hope they would change it down the road because on the site they said um, it looks like they were trying to like gear that towards specifically friends and family, maybe like real mm-hmm. life friends. But you know, in practice, that's not going to happen. I mean, these no. these kids are going to be giving the real ID out to like everyone that they know, <laughs> everyone they play with, because they they want that cross game interaction. I mean, that's what people are going to want. So mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I think it's a bad choice to 
limit that to your real name. So. Well, I hope they limit it. Um, it's up and running now on StarCraft. I was talking to Lindy the other day, and he says that he actually got it up and running on uh, on StarCraft. So it, it, it is available now. It's just that it's not in WoW. And from what I read, it's supposed to be in patch 333. Or no, I'm sorry, 333. 335. It was supposed to be in patch 335. Uh, so we'll see. That uh, There's no date on that, really. I, I, I don't want people to get offended if I don't give them my uh, my real ID because, you know, like I said, there are just a couple of characters that I just like to relax on. I've got a farming tune that I that nobody knows about. Um, and and uh, no, because only because there are just times when I just want to be alone and relax and farm and do my thing. And, and so... I may move that character to my second account. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Female Worgen have been exposed. The instance had uh, had dibs. I mean, congratulations to the instance. They got uh, an exclusive first look at the female Worgen. And they, they look cool. Um, they, they look kind of fawnish. Like, yeah, they do. I'm yeah. not a Worgen fan. I like the uh, male Worgens a lot, though. But... The female ones look a little. That, that just... came out really funny. Oh, did it? <laughs> the way that, if you drop off the W a little bit, which is what it sounded like over Skype. <laughs> okay, yeah. well, hopefully it comes clear on my end. So it'll be fine. Yeah, they no, look a little sudoish, like like little baby deer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. Anybody thinking about rolling a worgen? Only if you can customize the human side. If you can customize the human. Facial and features, then mm-hmm. I'll roll worgen. If if it's you can only customize the worgen portion, then I'm not going to play it. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm sure you'll be able to. I, I don't know. In, in in when people were testing it out in BlizzCon, you it was only it was only customizable to do the the worgen portion, not the human. Hmm. Hmm. That's yeah. Interesting. I didn't I know. know that. I hope they the change it. iPhone Armory app is now updated and. Thankfully, you can finally, finally do the auction house on your iPhone. You're able to do 25 transactions per day on your server. Um, It's open to all servers now. Originally, it wasn't. And then uh, after this goes out of beta, you'll have to pay a small fee. I think it's $1.99 or $2.99 a month to, uh, to allow yourself to do transactions on the auction house through this app. The thing is, is that you cannot be logged into the game and do these transactions at the same time. Uh, I tried that. It didn't work. They said that you have to be logged out. I was hoping I could save myself a trip to the auction house and do all my work while I was in Dalaran, but unfortunately, no. I think think I like the potential, right? I like the fact that they are opening up this game to mobile technology, and I was a big person on the auction house about a year ago. I had dominated the jewel crafting scheme <laughs> and and I uh I, I loved it and I and I was checking the auction house like all the time and mm-hmm. so yeah if I was still in, you know back in that mode I think I would be all over this app if I had a smartphone but <laughs> I think uh I think I think this is great you know I think this is this is really opening up a door right now and it doesn't really have too much effect on me and because I don't play the auction house game right now but mm-hmm. I think this is a big step in a really great and, and exciting direction. Azzy, how do you uh, how do you feel about this? Do you play the AH? What well, a question for Alachia. I was so if you were still really hardcore into the auction house, do you think it would be um, worth three bucks a month? Definitely. To, be, to do yeah, mobile? because I I loved I I was really just that was I lived to 
to wake up in the morning <laughs> and check yeah. the auction house and start going at it. And I just, it really got me going. Like, I was really excited to be in the game to play that game, you know, that internal, like, that, you know, the interior game inside of WoW, where, you know, I was just, like, trying to, you know, corner the market and I would check prices and I wanted to be able to, and it would have been nice if I had, you know, the mobile technology to do it so that on, on all sorts of occasions of the day, I could check and maybe even gauge better you know, the market that I was working with. And as it was, I could only, you know, log in when I, you know, when I had a chance and when I was at my computer. So it was a little bit different. But, you know, if, can you imagine like just sort of like laying in bed and going like, I'm kind of tired, but just check the optionals. <laughs> yeah. I want to see, see if like crystallized shadow has, <laughs> yeah. has gone down. I think that's... I mean, it, oh, go ahead, Azzy. I was going to say, I think that's part of the point though, is is why they're charging because it's giving you in some sense, an advantage. Like, imagine someone who, mm-hmm. they play now and then, but they're really into the auction house game. Maybe they work a lot. If they're able to do that from their phone, they could maybe, what, double, triple the amount they're getting a month? Oh, sure. So, essentially, that three bucks is like they're paying for gold with some with some effort, in essence. Ooh, that's an interesting way of looking at it because, it, see, this is, this is one of the few times where you're actually paying a fee to have... A direct advantage over people in the game. Yeah, it was one are. thing to pay for a pet, but yeah, you're absolutely right. I wonder how some people are going to feel about that. Um, I love the fact that you have remote access. To, I mean, I, this is going to lead into the next topic, but I've been saying for years on this show that it would be nice if you can do things like professions or something offline so you don't have to be there. So if I wanted to do my jewel crafting daily, <clears throat> I could just go doop, 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 done. Log into my phone, do a couple of things, and actually do the work. I mean, logging into the game is one thing you really want to do, but I, I don't know if it's worth. I don't know if it's worth it for Blizzard to create like a remote um, offline game, so to speak, that connects to their server so that you can you can do things like, uh, for example, let's say uh, somebody said, "I need you to make me some some rune cloth or something." I could uh, I could just go, okay, make some bolts, boom, 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 mail it. And I don't have to log into the game. I could just do it on my lunch hour. I think that would be great. The The only issue, like, the only thing I think why it's not that big of an issue is because of the way that World of Warcraft treats items in the game and, craft, yeah. and, and, and crafting professions is that why I don't feel like it's that unfair of an advantage. Because the the thing is, is like, you're, you're dealing with a market that's almost... Mm, it's just for fun seriously mm-hmm. like the auction house is, you don't really gain that much of an advantage seriously like you can make a ton of money doing everything else you know and you don't really need the auction house you used to you used to really need it oh, yeah. to really get anywhere in the game now you don't need that anymore so it's not it's not a big deal anymore and and craftable items you know once there's there's everything's soul bound so the whole crafting market and economy and wow is crap you know, it doesn't it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't it doesn't gain anything. So I don't feel like this is really necessarily giving people a game advantage. I think it's just giving them access to more fun in the game, or you know, and, and you know, an extra portion of the game to to actually excel or have fun in. And because I, I don't feel like having you know excess amount of money actually gives you an advantage to gameplay. It just enhances your 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 entertainment within the game. I just think that for me personally if if, like for example the other day i had um, a lot of trouble finding dark jade on the auction house for some reason there were just no dark jades on the auction house i was sitting there on and off i was just checking for hours nobody put any dark jade now obviously i could have run out and i could have farmed some myself on my farming tune 
But it would be nice if I was like watching Lost or something, commercial comes on, and just log in and say, oh, let's just see if there's any Dark Jade. No, okay. Check again in half an hour, see if there are any. Oh, there is, boom. And then you log into the game, and there it is. So, yeah, you're, you're, you're right. It is for fun, but at the same time, I could, I could see a legitimate use for it, especially when I'm, like, I'm doing jewel crafting dailies every single day. And not only that, I'm not only doing my jewel crafting dailies, but I'm also doing my daily transmute, and I'm trying to do my daily... Um, uh, icy prism. So I'm trying to get three things done every day. And the advantage I get from that is if I can make myself an epic gem every day, I can pop it on the auction house and over a course of time, I can have like thousands of gold. Lindian makes his money that way too. He says he made like a ridiculous amount of money just jewel crafting. Mm-hmm. And I could see having such an advantage if you can like put stuff up there every single day. So... But see, I don't think that the mobile technology is actually necessarily needs to be about extending, you know, your your advantages within the game. I think, you know, like one of the things that Isaac and I had uh, talked about in Vine Point that day was that that you could actually create, you know, sort of solo adventures mm-hmm. within that that are sort of related to WoW, but then they would be applied to your character when you got into sure. the game. So, I mean, that and, and it's just really about, you know extending you know the the reach of of world of warcraft you know to to mobile technology and then reapplying mm-hmm. it back into wow and then i think that that people are looking for flexibility within gaming and you know mobile technology is is a, it's huge right now so i think uh, yeah i think it's pretty it's pretty exciting uh, you know to see them doing the the armory you know auction house thing because this is it means that they're ready you know right they're ready to to start maybe making some movements towards that mm-hmm. all right so why don't why don't you and Azzy talk a little bit about what exactly it was that you had a conversation about because i think this is absolutely fascinating do you want to go, Azzy? Oh, I mean, yeah. The well, the first thing that we got excited over was um, basically if they were to create a fishing app. Oh it. yes, that would be great because fishing, like in the game at your computer, is mind-numbing, and <laughs> because you have to sit there and watch the bobber or pay attention to the sound, it makes it really difficult to multitask. So we were saying, like, if you had something like on your mobile device that you could just sit there and fish and you could catch fish for your game, that'd be great. I mean, I could be sitting on the commuter rail. I could just be walking down the street and I could, I could be fishing. And, mm-hmm. and it, it helps Blizzard. It's like a value add because it keeps, the, it keeps you engaged in the game like while you're away in the game. So in essence, it, it basically keeps that hold on the person and keeps you interested in the game like when you're just out and about. Well, how would you feel about um, see like if you're doing fishing? I think that would be fine. But do you think that they would have a limitation on the mobile device where you you had to have logged in or logged out of the game near a pond or something where you wouldn't get ganked like on a PvP server in order for it to work? See, right. I think it could actually. I, I think it. I think you could also think of it in terms of not actually being in the game, right? Mm-hmm. That it could be about doing games. Like many games that are related to WoW that are very 
in still still kind of inside the the scope of the lore of, of World of Warcraft, and yet just to be applied. You know, we even I think we had talked about you know the the you know the obviously the the disadvantages people would have who had crap tons of time to fish right oh, all day sure. long, or or had you know we even talked about you know this extending into cooking or something like that. But we were thinking that that maybe you could apply that you know t- the investment into your meta character for for World of Warcraft that you could you could still see it grow, you could still see expand but it doesn't have to translate into actual items that are like say if you were going to do fishing right maybe it doesn't really necessarily skill up your fishing points maybe it doesn't really even give you fish maybe it gives you points to buy fish right or maybe it gives you points to get something that's related to fishing or you know so that it can actually just apply to the game so it doesn't have to be direct translation which which could be a, a more or less a solution to to that whole thing where it's like, well, you know, you're paying five ninety nine extra a month, so you get to, you know, have all the fish you want, so you mm-hmm. have your fish feasts for your raid, it's not fair, <laughs> et cetera. And, you know, we, we were thinking things like, you know, if you were if you were to um to play like say, you know, a cooking game or you're to gather you do a gathering quest or something like that on your mobile device that, you know, maybe maybe some of the rewards you would get in game would be something like vanity items, like a pet or an in game shirt or or maybe a, a special cooking item that helps you craft something or hmm. uh, so well, I mean it could just uh uh-huh. I was just gonna say one thing I was thinking, like say if they had a fishing app, um and yeah, I mean it's up to Blizzard on how they want to do that. If they want to, if you're actually catching fish in the game, or if you're just catch, getting points to apply to something related to fishing in the game. I mean that's something they would have to balance. But I think it'd be great incentive if they were to add more vanity pets related to these mobile like extensions or these games outside. So like if I'm fi- you, you could have like a really rare vanity pet drop or two within like the fishing game, and that gives you motivation to sit there and fish and fish and fish on like your mobile device. The reason why I talk about being in-game and doing this is because there's still in the back of my head when I was playing EQ1, what they used to do is they used to force you to be, as a spellcaster, they used to force you to look at your spellbook and you could not all tab out of windows. They wanted, when you were playing the game, they wanted you to be in that game, in that environment. And that's where I think it may be a detriment for these online games is that you're pulling yourself out of the environment of the game in order to get an advantage in it. And I could argue either way for this, but I think that, like you were talking about, Azzy, the mind-numbingness of fishing. I mean, hell, do I really want to be in, in the world when I'm fishing? I'd, if I had the choice to do it out outside, like you're saying, walking around or in like as a passenger in a car or something, I would rather do it that way. Oh, definitely. I think this addresses more of how people want to play games, though. I think... I think it's very unrealistic now to think that people want 100% full immersion with long extended MMO play. Mm-hmm. And why, especially for World of Warcraft, because it is one of those games where you have invested, you know, so much of yourself and your time and your life into it. And, and I don't, I don't feel like full immersion is the way to go, especially if you are going to try to push towards a more social environment that you can, that you will, you will want to, push back into reality the game and and for for how a lot of people play is you know their their fathers their mothers they're they're working you know mm-hmm. they but they still want to be in the game or they still want to be a part of the game and and so they you know it would be nice to be able to 
say, you know, be at your your daughter's ballet practice and still be able to, you know, fish or, or, or do your dailies. Yep. I know all about that. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, as a matter of fact, like I, I had to take my kids somewhere the other day and and I'm, I'm just sitting there. Now I have my iPad and everything, which is awesome. But, I mean, it would be nice if I can just get a little ahead in the game somehow with something. Um, and Yeah, I think that would be amazing. I would love that. I would pay for that. Yeah, I think a lot of people would. And, and you know, with the whole new Battle.net system in place, and I think it's it's very ripe for this. And, and there's so many possibilities with this. And, and, you know, we just talked about fishing mm-hmm. and, you know, maybe cooking and, and doing dailies. But I think there's a whole a whole other system involved here that you can continue to layer on top of it that that even deals with how you, say, maybe socially interact with other people. And and I think we had uh, I think we had discussed at one point like heck you could even have like just a, a pure World of Warcraft social world where you just use your characters to interact with other people through mobile technology, but it's only about socialization. So mm. you would be utilizing all your you know all those robes and all the outfits that you've been gathering and that have been collecting dust in the bank that <laughs> actually would be useful in a situation like that where you would just be you know your character dressed up crazy walking around talking to people or doing you know maybe these little mini games with each other that's just pure socialization i was thinking oh sorry mm-hmm. yeah no i was saying i was thinking more about that because we did talk about that and you know what it's interesting something that they could do um outside the game that i think they've been afraid for one reason or another um, is to do like a virtual space mm-hmm. sort of like player or guild housing uh, that you could oh, visit yes. via a mobile device because I think one of the one of the issues that they have um, is they don't want uh, thinning out of like the major cities mm. but if you were to extend that to like a mobile device say you had like a little space that you could run around in you could decorate and like we were Alachia, we were talking before if they were to take like vanity clothing and put it into a tab like they do pets and you could start collecting that and like you could show that off that would be a great place to do that that would be awesome and like say yeah. I, I could like go to your virtual space like on your phone and like check out your place i could like look at your items you have and, and it's it's sort of like playing playing on like the uh korean like doll dress up games that there is very <laughs> popular there mm-hmm. but it, it's actually i mean yeah i mean people are more people are interested into that and i'm sure the role players would love it have you guys ever seen the house that um, Chrissy and I put together in EverQuest 2? No. No. Uh, I've, I've seen your house. I've heard. Well, yeah, it's, we have a different house now, but it's mm-hmm. it, the two of us put a, a lot of time into it, and that's the kind of fun stuff that I like about that game. And and that's really what I'm missing about from WoW, is I would love to have some sort of community where it's more than just like what your gear score is. I would I would really like to have something where I could say you know this is something that I have to show this is this is something I'm proud of, other than like the tier ten gear that I have you know everybody else does. <laughs> I mean, it could be purely mo- like he was saying it could purely be attached to the mobile technology or mobile gaming and it wouldn't even have to be inside World of Warcraft you know that way they could keep it separate and they could keep the you know cities populated like they fear would you know they would lose if they did make player housing or guild guild housing. Mm-hmm. I would love to see that. Uh, so, w- so what else did you two uh, talk about as far as this goes? Uh, well, I mean, just in general, like I, I think in some other stuff that we talked about is um, they had uh, what was it the um, April Fools about how they actually had like little mini games, like real games, mm-hmm. right? 
And there's there's just so much stuff that they could do with it. I mean, right now they're basically just like taking like straight data and kind of extending it onto the device. And I have a feeling like definitely Blizzard is one of the companies that's going to lead the way in this. And we'll probably see like a lot of gimmicky stuff before we see actual like really um, unique and creative ideas. Um, I, I definitely think uh, a lot of the companies that are creating games right now, I'm really hoping that they um, are designing the game with like the mobile like device like in mind. And I'm hoping uh, hoping Blizzard is has this in mind for their new MMO. MMO definitely. Mm. But like just some of the other things that they could take. I mean, you could you joked last week about um, Azerothville. I mean, that's just like, <laughs> that's another idea right there. I mean, they could just like they could take sort of like a real time strategy game. They could take um, a turn based strategy game. They could incorporate it like on the phone. That was just like just another idea, another extension of like something to like play and keep you immersed and like you can build up stuff for for your end game. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, it's pretty much endless, but yeah. Those are basically the extent of my ideas. Well, I hope that Blizzard puts something like this together, like you know, where we can do profession. Professions would be the big thing for me. I would love to do cooking. I would love to do fishing. I would. I would love to do even like the stuff that you can do standing around with just the items in your inventory. Pretty much anything like that. And then the fishing, as far as just standing there and and casting. Um, I, I could see them limiting it to like maybe like you have to be in Dalaran, you have to be in Orgamar, you have to be in your home city or somewhere where you can't get ganged. Make sure your flag is off if you're on a PvP server, or, or even if you're not, um, because that would give people a serious advantage. Because if you're not in the game, then you can't get ganked. And, and part of being on that PvP server is is the experience of <laughs> getting your ass kicked by the opposite faction. So um, I think that taking that out may be a, a detriment to the experience of playing the game. Yeah, but, we uh, did we did toss around the idea of, um, or I, <laughs> I had mentioned about maybe actually having the mobile game be more realistic to fishing with the actual casting and stuff. <laughs> but oh, as yeah. it was like, Isaac had like a horrible oh, memory of that Zelda that's, game. That's it? right. <laughs> Yeah, sitting there like uh, on an airplane, like twitching, uh, twitching around with your mobile device, like like overhead, like you're casting. Yeah, not so good. Not too cool. I had an no, that wouldn't go over too well. Because I had an experience with uh, my DS where I was playing a game. I got to a point where you actually had to scream into the DS. And this is five minutes after I got into an airplane uh, to to go visit my mom in Florida. It's like a three hour airplane ride. Mm-hmm. And it, I, it was impassable. I had to yell at my DS, and there's like, there's no way I can do this on the plane. Like people think I'm crazy, so like it, I had to shut it down. There goes my game. Oh, uh, that stinks. What game was that? I, it was the Zelda, one of the Zelda games for it. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Oh, the Runaway Train or the Train one? No, I forget. It was one of the first uh, DS ones. But yeah, I, I mean, mechanics like that they seem cool. Like I, it seems cool. Like when you're developing, it's like this will be fun. Then you have to like you have to think about like where people yeah. are actually going to be using this. Yeah, so, yeah, there is that. <laughs> All right, I think we're out of topics. <laughs> yep, but that was um, it's good, and I think that opens it up to a lot of uh, a lot of ideas. And again, you know, I'll put, I'll open up a buzz post, uh, and you know, if people want to, feel free to add on to any ideas that they think. I, I'm I'm interested in just seeing what people would come up with and even if blizzard never implements them it's just fun to like you know shoot those ideas around all right before we go i just want to point out if you notice at the beginning of the show we have a new sponsor we have typefrag and anybody that knows me knows that i do not take a sponsor on unless i believe in 
in the product. Alachi and I both have TypeFrag servers. I've been using these guys, God, for, I don't know, three years at least. And they have just awesome, awesome servers. I have never had so much as an issue with them. In, in all these years that I've had uh, a TypeFrag server, the configuration is easy and they support Mac, they support Windows. I'm sure they support Linux, although I can't say that for sure. But um, it, you know, it's awesome. And when they approached us to be a sponsor for the show, I just said, oh, absolutely. Um, I have nothing but respect for these guys. So if you're looking to get a, um, a TypeFrag server, and it doesn't have to be just for WoW. If you've got another game that you play, EverQuest, Lord of the Rings, or, or whatever, um, you want to set up a, a Ventrilo server. And I believe they even... Um, I believe they've got support for other apps too. But um, you know, everybody in WoW seems to use um, Ventrilo. But um, check them out. Use the, the coupon code WARCAST to get 25% off your first month. I highly recommend that uh, that you guys all use them because i just love them and um you know we're, we're more than happy to have them as a sponsor for the show all right azzy i want to thank you so much for coming on the show it was awesome having you thanks for having me and um, great. tell everybody how they can contact you um i'm on twitter uh just azyxa and i'm also on Flickr, um flickr.com forward slash photos forward slash zixa and i do have um an old azeroth set up there with uh i think over a thousand old azeroth photos so wow, definitely go check a that thousand? out yeah a lot wow that's awesome i don't even think i have that many i think a lot of pictures on these uh these photo walks though but i don't think I have well he's been taking pictures since long before the old, the photo walk so mm-hmm. yeah i have it's true i cheated all right, if you want to contact us, you can reach Alachia at Alachia on Twitter. You can find me at StarMike. You can visit us at worldofwarcast.com. Uh, you can visit the forums, but everybody seems to be moving to Buzz lately. Buzz, Buzz, Buzz. <laughs> yep. the, the, the Buzz reactions have been really great. Yeah, they, you get some amazing discussions out of them. I'm, I've been so pleased. So have you found a way, because I'm just curious, the reason why I like forums is because everything is in one place. Is there a way to just go to all the World of Warcast? Um, you can search buzzes. Buzz. You okay. can search Buzz. Yeah. So that's all you have. It's just one extra step. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm, I'm sure they're gonna. Stuff. I'm sure they're gonna shift it so that you can make it static. But uh, I, for now, I, I just do a search. But uh, yeah, and we and I always put the link on our on our on our blog post. So. Okay. All right. Thanks everybody for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.